Where? 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 Where's Julie? <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello Welcome. Welcome to Where's Julie? Theater Adventures with Nan and Natasha. Today we have an exciting guest. So a couple weeks ago we had Adam on our podcast and he introduced us to Caitlin. Yay. Hi, everybody. And we tracked her down. And she's we found her. It's and amazing. she's here. So exciting. Yeah. Um, so, Caitlin is an accomplished theater professional. <laughs> yeah, she's a real actor, guys. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself and sure. what you're doing in the theater? Yeah, and how accomplished I am, yeah. apparently. <laughs> yes, please. Um, so, I'm Caitlin Jones, nice to meet you. Um, I recently graduated from Salem State University with a BFA in theater performance. I currently am auditioning like crazy. If anyone wants to give me a job, that's cool, I'll take it. Um, I currently work with a nonprofit organization called Speak About It, and we tour across the country to different colleges and high schools, and we give um, performances about consent, healthy relationships, and sexual assault prevention. So that's what I'm doing with my life at the moment. That's awesome. I know, it's so cool. <laughs> that's awesome. I was molested on the train two days in a row this week. I'm so oh. sorry. <laughs> I'm really Whoa, sorry about that. New York Metro. And, <laughs> shout out and to the <laughs> Shout out. But yeah, um, that's awesome that you do that. I feel very strongly about it. And, me too. And it's really... It's a great use of theater. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I, yeah. I've never really wanted to go into educational theater. Like mm-hmm. That was never really, oh, I want to do this with my life. But it just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I auditioned at uh, the Stage Source auditions. Yeah. The big uh, calls in Boston every spring. Um, and they were there. And they reached out to me. And I got to know a bit about their company. Um, I know some people who had worked with them in the past mm-hmm. from Salem State and also some people from Emerson. Um, and, yeah, I just joined up that way. And now I'm definitely passionate about it in a different way, and I never thought I would be. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah, I, I never... It, it's so... It's such a personal topic, and it's yeah. different for everyone, and everyone has their own stories about sex, whether they've had sex or has, haven't, or have been sexually assaulted or not. Or know someone who has. Um, and it's just really, it's really cool to go at theater in a very positive, it's a very direct, you can you can see the difference that theater is making. Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes like artists and theater artists are like, oh, I want to do art to change the world. But it's really hard to find that in a concrete way. Mm-hmm. And speak about it is really doing it. In a very simple and concrete way. And yeah. it's really nice. Yeah, that's really cool. And so for, like, when you do the the talks and performances, mm-hmm. is that, like, like devised, kind of? Or is it, um, like, a pre-done script? So it's all scripted. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a show. We talk about, like, the definition of consent, and that yes means yes, and not just no means no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about being an active bystander, talk about like going to resources, and then we tweak each show to the specific school we're at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, 
we actually, we just went to Northeastern um, a couple oh. weeks ago. Yeah, we were just at Northeastern on September 7th or so. Oh, cool. Um, oh. And so we got to throw in a couple of jokes that are specific to Northeastern. Like, I guess every year for Parents Weekend, you have a the underwear, underwear run. run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we said something about that. And it's a, it's a fun way to get to research the school a bit. Um, and then there's a party scene. Like, we do little skits within the show. Mm-hmm. And there's a party scene. And... They, they, for each school, it changes a little bit about what they're like talking about at the party, mm-hmm. depending yeah. on what the school is. Yeah. So, yeah. but it is all like scripted, so we, we know where we're going at all times. Yeah. <laughs> and is it, is it generally for college age, or do you do v- variety of age groups? So, um, I believe it's generally for college age. Mm-hmm. Um, we do do some high school shows. Um, and so we have to change the script a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, when we go to high schools and cause you're talking to younger people. And then also like we make a joke about what a registrar is and you wouldn't have a registrar (laughs) at a high school. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know in the past they've done them, done shows just like for town events. Like usually Mm -hmm. we're hired by schools though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. I was going to say, um, it is what you say about like seeing the difference, um, like the concrete change mm-hmm. or, you know, influence that you have with this work is definitely something that I, I don't know, I always think about when doing theater projects because that's, I think, a reason a lot of us get into theater, but we kind of, you know, might get distracted or do other mm-hmm. projects which are, you know, cool but don't have that same influence. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. It's awesome work. Thanks. I'm really happy to be doing it. Yeah. Shout out to Speak About It. Yeah, Google it. Follow them on their social media. Yeah. But Facebook. also don't forget to follow yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook, follow Instagram, them. Snapchat, Twitter. We speak about it. Mm-hmm. We speak about it. Got it. All right. All the social media. <laughs> yeah. There you great. go. That's my plug for the day. <laughs> nice. Cool. So going, going back a bit, I would yeah. love to know about how you first got into theater. Um, and I know Adam talked about how you sort of also got him into theater. So mm-hmm. yeah. your, your influence on everyone <laughs> and how that You're all works. You're doing out. the Lord's work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Lord's work. <laughs> I received the call. (laughs) Um, I was in high school. I had horrible, horrible stage fright. Um, I grew up in my going to church, um, and I had a very tight relationship with my church community. And I remember when I was seven, we have a children's Sunday every year. Um, And so I was the person who would lead the prayer Mm -hmm. that week. And so I went up, and seven-year-old me did the prayer and did the Lord's Prayer, and it was very cute, and everyone laughed because I was just adorable. <laughs> but of course, I took it very personally, and so, like from age seven to sophomore in high school, I refused to get on stage ever again. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And then one of my friends in high school convinced me to join the drama club because it was fun, and she loved it. And I'm like, fine, I'm not doing anything else with my life. And then I did. And I guess that was, it all, all went downhill from there. <laughs> well, what was your first role? 
I was a cop and a murderer in Clue. Ooh. Yes. Cop and murderer. And a murderer. And a murderer. <laughs> so I wore So complex. A, yeah, I wore all black, a black long sleeve shirt, black gloves, for when I was the murderer, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, a ski mask, and you could tell it was me under the ski mask because I have I have big poofy hair <laughs> for those listening who cannot see me, um, and my hair was on the top of my head under the ski mask, so you could tell it was obviously me. Um, yeah, it's the classic murderer look, right? The you classic <laughs> murderer look in the ski mask yeah. and the hair on top of the head. Exactly. <laughs> that was my first role. Then my first singing role, I was a bird girl. In um, a bird girl in Susical, the musical. Mm. Yes, yes. And did you get over your stage fright immediately once you got these these starring roles? I the starring role is the <laughs> <laughs> the most important roles in the plays. Bird girl. <laughs> um, I think it was actually it was Susical that definitely got me over the stage fright bit. Um, yeah, because it wasn't so I wasn't me. Like, I'm not me when I'm on stage. Oh, you should see me public speaking. I'm horrendous. <laughs> I'm still not a very great public speaker. It's like giving presentations. But on stage, I'm great. And I, well, I can't say I'm great. Um, on stage, <laughs> I love it. Um, so I, I guess I sort of got over the stage fright. Mm-hmm. If it's not me on stage, I'm good. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel that way, Nan, as an actress? So mm-hmm. I've never had stage fright. Uh, <laughs> I've met a lot statement. of people who haven't. <laughs> like my entire life, like I sit on stage for the first time when I was two, and the rest of my life was just a mission uh, of like how can I get more stage time. <laughs> <laughs> so like I did piano, I did violin, I did dance, like anything to get me on stage. Like so you did not have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I was the opposite. Except, so I had the same same thing for singing. Um, when I was in elementary school, I sang at something, and then I heard people rumoring, <laughs> gossiping, saying, Nan should not sing, she's awful. Oh, that's so, so sad. <laughs> so I could not sing alone in public until, like, senior year of high school, and I still have a really hard time singing. It's those formative experiences when people heckle you when you were a child. Really is they though. shouldn't do that. They like, shouldn't. It's so bad. I recommend so, a good dose of karaoke. Yeah, no, I love karaoke, and I can totally do it when I'm alone. But gotcha. it's it's the Wait, alone, performative like, just thing. You singing? Like, like with like friends watching. and stuff. Okay. 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 I'm like, are you sh- are you a superb shower singer? Yeah. I, yeah, I'm amazing when I'm in the shower, guys. <laughs> also I think the thing you said about not being yourself on stage is interesting because for me um it was it's less about the stage fright and it's more about kind of experiencing emotions Mm -hmm. um because I'm a very emotionally constipated person um but when I'm on stage through my characters since they're not me I can experience this wide range of emotions that I usually do not as non Kuramoto. So mm. I can yeah. sympathize with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Empathize? Like, sympathize? One of those. One of those. <laughs> One of those Empathize is when you experience it, I think. 
Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I have experienced that as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, like you're I, channeling the character. I hate those assignments in school where you'd have to like talk about yourself. I hate talking about myself. Uh, I hate same. too much on that. <laughs> but like, oh, well, how would you approach this situation? Or how would you like... I'm trying to think of an example of when I've recently had to do this. Okay, so for training, for Speak About It, there was... Um, I'm one of the cast managers mm. in Speak About It. And when we travel around to different schools, so I talk to the point uh, points of contact people. And so we had a leadership training where it's like, okay, well, how do you respond to different situations? And are you a... Like a I forget what all the different words were, but different types of leaders and how you approach different things. I'm like, I don't want to think about this. I just want to like do. I don't want to. I don't want to think. I just so want to speak about, about it. it. I don't. Want to. I just want to speak about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so having to contemplate. Yeah. yeah. Big like introspection is not mm-hmm. my thing. Yeah. Mm. I'm not yeah. a hugely introspective person. I like, yeah, feeling things on stage, mm-hmm. but. You asked me to sit in the corner and describe myself. Like, please don't. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, I feel, that. I feel like that's where my downfall was. It's like I stopped <laughs> acting. So it's like, I can't, <laughs> can't do this. <laughs> can't think that hard. So, yeah. <laughs> can't think that hard. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> it's too much pressure. I definitely like, like growing up, I always, always, um, I, I was a pretty, like, I was good at school. Like, I was mm-hmm. I was a good student. I was good at school. But I didn't like, like, English and humanities for that reason. Like, there's no answer. Mm-hmm. Like, how am I supposed to get to an answer? Yeah. Where it's, like, math. Like, I was in, like, AP calculus in high school. I'm like, yes, there's an answer. There's one answer. <laughs> there's one single answer. I'm like, why on earth did I major in theater? Because there's yeah. never no an answer, answer for anything. There's no, there's no right or wrong. A lot of it's questions. only discovery yeah. and more questions. Yeah. Which is challenging. Uh. But I guess I like the challenge and, and masochistic, so whatever. <laughs> it all works out. All artists are masochists. <laughs> Why would we do this to ourselves? Pretty much, though. <clears throat> yeah. But so with so with doing theater in college, um, did you find, like, was that a challenge? Because I, so let me tell you, <laughs> I went to a science and math ha- high school, so for me it's weird doing theater because a lot of the time I'm like, where is the science in that? <laughs> where is it? And yeah, so did you, I don't know, was that like a weird thing with you, balancing that? Um, yeah, slightly. In college, I think in roles, mm-hmm. it's different. Um, when you're in a role, I think you really just have to trust yourself and just do it. And I think where I struggled most is I was always in my head and I was always, I mean, I still like my big, one of my biggest struggles as an actor is that I'm overthinking everything and I'm always in my head. Same. Yes. <laughs> Snaps. <laughs> um, which you can't do. You just have to be in the moment. And, but I think my brain is more analytical. Mm-hmm. Um, so going to like back to math and science and such. Um, so I would always just be overthinking like, well, if I step this way, am I doing something right or wrong mm-hmm. here? Um, and so on stage, you just have to do it. Whereas writing papers about doing it 
is very difficult <laughs> for me. Mm-hmm. Like in in my theater classes, I think that's where where it really like heated up for me. Where I'm like, what am I doing? I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing. Why am I doing this? What? Yeah. I don't think that answered your question at all. No, it did. <laughs> sure. Natasha, I had no idea that you went to a math and science high school. I'm sure I've told you that. <laughs> like, number one in the country for math and science. Really? <laughs> uh, Basis, Scottsdale. Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. Any Scottsdale? <laughs> like Phoenix, but that's it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like become a chain thing. <laughs> what is it? Basis? Basis. Yeah, it is weird. I don't know. Yeah, like what you're saying, the analytical thing and like how that works with theater. And that's, I think, the thing that frustrates me working with theater companies a lot of the time is people are so artsy and like, you mm. need, to, <laughs> need to have a schedule. You need to have a schedule. Are you the stage why manager? You're no. the only person <laughs> yeah, yeah. who yeah. I trust. Yeah. That's why you're the only person <laughs> I trust in the world, Natasha. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you are my only hope. Wow, you guys need to expand your bubbles here. I, <laughs> I mean, if you trust each other that much, cool. <laughs> we should just keep non-thinking and the only trustworthy person. <laughs> All the work. Um, yeah, cool. So, so going back. <laughs> so our podcast is all about getting. Getting the youth into the theater. And <laughs> the, youth. The, the youth. The youth and the every man. The every man, every woman, every youth. <laughs> every we want person. people we want people who don't think they love theater to realize that they love theater. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so exactly. like Adam Strandberg. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We just want more right of him. We yeah, need so. more Adam Strandbergs in the world. Do you have some secrets for how to do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, clearly you you have been successful. <laughs> that was a fluke. Um, <laughs> we were dating at the time, and we at the theater production I was in needed men. I'm like, you're doing this. And he said, okay. So uh, besides forcing people to do it. It's like you got to date the person first, and <laughs> you can be like, hey, to dinner. I, I've been working on that, too. It's true. <laughs> Everyone mm-hmm. I've dated has increased interest in theater, I think. There you go. Yeah. So, so we should way. just, mm-hmm. we just need to serially <laughs> date people, Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the tactic. We <laughs> got serial daters. Um... How to get the youth into the theater? That's a loaded question. I know. I, know. Yeah. I understand why you devote a podcast to it. Yep. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think um, one way is just theater is everywhere and people don't really realize it. Mm-hmm. And acting is everywhere. Like you literally can't go anywhere without seeing an actor. Like whether it's an advertisement or a commercial or a movie or the TV, like Mm-hmm. literally all around us and uh, I don't know okay so I am not the biggest sports fan I don't dislike sports I've just never gotten into it and I think a lot of theater people are the same way mm-hmm. and I think the general population has that same attitude towards theater like 
it's sort of inverse, like how everyone's really like so passionate about whatever sports team they're into, like the Red Sox and David Ortiz just left and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's so many parallels between this. Is, I'm so confused as to why I don't like sports more, but there's so many parallels between sports and theater. Yes. Um, and how like, like the spectacle of it and just the gathering of community together to witness an event mm-hmm. on a stage or field. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own role and their own part. And I don't know how to get people to look at a theater like they look at sports. But I feel like the trick is somewhere in there. Yeah. So we need to start playing plays at bars. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right? Like live Instead of games. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of games, we're going to play just I think we just need Sondheim. one. There's a singular TV in the bar that will be devoted to plays. Mm-hmm. And then people will be like, oh, what's this? Mm-hmm. And as you get more people interested, it'll just exactly. expand throughout the bar. Yes. Because so like one whenever, TV at a time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because like whenever. Start with a sports play. I'm at a. Yeah. I'm at a. Um, like a happy hour at my job or whatever and like I'm really bad at mingling so the only thing I can do is to watch the screen so for that like two hours I am the most interested in tennis than I've ever been in my life (laughs) and I think we can do the same thing with theater (laughs) agree yeah like if we just had you know like a play there yeah. People had no other choice. It's like a way to avoid awkward conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and they're like, wow, <laughs> I'm very moved right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening in my life? Yeah. What is this feeling I have? That's oh, a yeah. great plan. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Business model. Okay. Yeah. And that'll be our, that... once, once we get our podcast going, this will be mm-hmm. our next project. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We need a grant yeah. from the NEA. I bet they do. <laughs> Love it, Spread yeah. art through bars. Yeah. No. no. I mean, there's something to be said about theater. Like, there's some quote about it. I forget who said it, and I'm not going to get the quote right, so I don't know why I'm saying it. But it's like, theater is the only thing that's been dying for so long, mm-hmm. but still hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Fabulous <laughs> invalid. Yeah. <laughs> like with the radio and with the television and with film, like it's everything. I'm like no theater, we don't need you anymore. But yet it's still here. It's still here. Like, yeah. Yeah. There must be a reason. But <laughs> it's people like us <laughs> who are determined. Keep it alive. Yeah, I think there's definitely been a common thread of people comparing sports to theater in our interviews. Throughout our really, yeah, like even we talked to someone who is not into theater and is like more into sports, and she just like, yeah, (laughs) same metaphor. She made that comparison. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so I think. It makes that's sense. A, I mean, that's a it hint. Does make sense. Yeah, like it's the the intense fans, right? Like you have them on both things. You yeah. really do, though. Yeah, you have your Broadway nerds. Mm-hmm. You know every single thing about every musical that has ever been on Broadway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you have your sports nerds who know the lineup of of every team. 
yeah, and they know like what happened at a specific yeah. game in 1978. Like, <laughs> it's like I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like literally- we know who won the Tony that year. <laughs> yeah, I should know. I I I don't know why I don't like sports more. I think I have to get in if a game is super exciting. Like one of my friends showed me the last five minutes of a basketball game, like a college basketball game between Wisconsin and Kentucky or something. Mm -hmm. And I was so into it for that five (laughs) minutes. And I haven't watched a basketball game since, and that was two years ago. Was it just like the high stakes? Yeah, it was was definitely the high stakes. Mm -hmm. And there were only like five points between them. It's a basketball game, so you can get like seven points a minute or something what that's probably not true at all um (laughs) i don't know basketball but yeah there were the stakes were so high Mm -hmm. and he was so excited i think that's another key Mm -hmm. if we view if we're excited about something we i think passion is seen and evident like if you're really excited about something the people you are with if they are friendly to you and appreciate you as a human. We're going to be like, oh, what are you excited about? I mm-hmm. want to be excited with you. Because people like being excited about things. Yeah. So if we could just share our excitement mm-hmm. with the world. Yeah. One person at a time. Yeah. Be yeah. contagious. Be contagious. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like, make it less... I mean, I don't know. I don't know if this less is... Less of an event. Yeah. And like more... For everyone. I don't know. I feel like there's the weird stigma of like, ooh. There's definitely like, (laughs) oh, oh, only old rich white people go to the theater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And which is, I mean, somewhat true if you look at a theater audience, but I don't think it should be. But Mm -hmm. like, look at us. (laughs) But we're not all old and young and diverse. Yeah. (laughs) Broke. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But I think theater companies realize that. They have, like, 30 under 30, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, tickets, student rushes and student tickets all the time. Yeah. I think theater needs to be less of an event, like, less of a... I think there's definitely a place for theater to be, like, a place to go, and you can go dress up, and you're very proper, and it's, like, an evening out, but I don't think it has to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. I'm a huge proponent of being casual when yes. seeing Some a play. Sweats in mm-hmm. the theater. All about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what are people wearing when they go to sports games? They're, like, dressed up with face paint and their jersey that they haven't washed <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> if you go to Broadway and people are wearing face paint? Like, you're, you go to see Wicked and you're just green. Everyone's <laughs> yes. green. That was so chill. Uh, I love that. I wonder if that happens. <laughs> if you like it for Wicked, right? <laughs> That's where you get the most intense fans. But no, yeah. I'm huge. I'm hugely on the side of you. You go, come as you are. Come yeah. As you are. Mm-hmm. I remember um, when I was auditioning for schools like five years ago. My mother, my poor mother, <laughs> drove me around to all of these auditions in upstate New York, in Pennsylvania, in New Jersey, in New York. And we went, I had an audition for a school in New York. And then we went to go see a show um, and we bought standing room tickets. So here's my mother who's been driving around all day, 
who is now standing for two and a half hours mm-hmm. of a musical. Mm-hmm. And we had just decided that day to do it. Um, we, d- we couldn't afford to go pay $150 for a ticket. So we're like, yes, $27 to stand to see a Broadway show? We'd love to. Mm-hmm. So we were super respectful, super quiet. We're in the back. I'm all dressed up because I just auditioned, but my mom is in jeans and a sweatshirt because she's been driving me around all day. Mm-hmm. And then I just hear this man being like, Ugh, people at the theater wear a sweatshirt. I can't believe this. I'm like, excuse you, sir. Who is that man? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Who is he? But Who does he I think wish, he is? I wish I had just, like, oh, I got so <laughs> mad. I don't think my mom heard it, but uh, I was about to rip his head off. I didn't say anything, and I wish I did. Yeah. That's because so infuriating. Because, first of all, we didn't pay $200 for our seat. Like, mm-hmm. we can, and if we did, if we want to dress in sweats, we can come in sweats. Exactly. We still pay yeah. for our <laughs> ticket. <sighs> oh, that's so uh, I hate... Theater should not be elitist. Mm -hmm. The whole point is, as we've talked about before, theater is a very, it's supposed to be a very human experience and it should just be Mm -hmm. democratic. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It should be real, not elitist. Yeah. I think the whole, I mean, it definitely seems like it's, disappearing more now but the whole thing that you've got to be fancy for the theater oh yeah of Broadway that's so (laughs) so stupid and like you know that man probably just like fell asleep 15 minutes into the show like (laughs) (laughs) like, so so stupid yeah those people who go to Hamilton and just record the whole thing mm. and don't actually watch it. Mm. You just gotten to see Hamilton. Mm. You're not you're not actually like, watching experience it. it. Ex- yeah. Experience yeah. the show, not what you're wearing, not what you can bootleg. God. Be present. <laughs> yes. In the Be rooms. present. Yeah. The whole point of theater. It's ridiculous. Cool. Um, non, do you think we should do some um, What's it called? Lightning really? round. Yes. Oh my God, am I about to be quizzed or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're going to test. Are you a real theater person? Trivia. Are you a real theater person? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's revealed. I'll go first. Okay. okay. Lightning round. Play or musicals? I'm already stumped on the first question, guys. <laughs> um, the first thing that comes to your mind. Plays, because you said it first. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, solo shows or ensembles? Ensembles. Sondheim or Andrew Lloyd Webber? Sondheim. Nutella or peanut butter? Peanut butter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tragedy or comedy? Comedy. Favorite breakfast food? <laughs> this one shouldn't be hard. <laughs> I mean, it's not an either-or, so... Um, yeah, it throws you off. We've already established I don't like talking about myself, guys. <laughs> this requires me to think. Uh, favorite breakfast food? Hash browns. Ooh, Ooh good choice. Yeah. <laughs> I love potatoes. I love, oh, I love all forms of potatoes. Oh, same. Okay. Shakespeare or new work? New work. Favorite band in middle school? Middle school. I don't even know if I remember middle school. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Reliant K. All right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
but I'll take it. I'm sure some um, of our listeners will. <laughs> yeah. Um, your dream role? Kathy in the last five years. Mm. I want to play her by the time I'm 30. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I just saw... Um, just I saw Cynthia Revo and Joshua Henry. No, you didn't. I did. No, you. you no. I did. Oh it was God. so good. You saw it like I in did. person. You yeah. were at that. Like, uh, yeah. Like with Orchestra Jason Robert seats. Brown on the piano. Yep, 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 yep. Oh my. Uh, no. I died. Please. Oh, yep. I'm melting. I'm. I'm so. I thought I was jealous of you when I found out about your job, but now I'm melting. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, okay, moving on. Why not? Why do this? What play do you recommend to non theater people? <laughs> I was going to say Nocturama by Annie Baker, but that play is very quite long. Not very long, but it's a little bit long, so it might be intimidating. Um, hmm. Play to non-theater people. I'm going to say Proof by David Auburn. Ooh. That's, that's a good choice. Um, what's your reasoning? <clears throat> that was one of the first plays I read, and I just started crying after it, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, I haven't thought enough about it to, yeah. because I don't want to. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just, I think there was, there's a simplicity to it and mm. I'm really into that. Uh, things with simple, but simple, but revealing and meaningful. Yeah. It was the first play I read in college. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, finally, are there any plays that you're excited to see this season? Anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere in the world. <laughs> in the world. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I think I'm going to name a couple. Okay, so I want to see Waitress on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know this is an old thing at this point. That's fine. Did you see it when it was at the ART? I did. I saw okay. it when it was at the ART in last... Last fall, August. yeah. Yeah. Last mm-hmm. fall. Last August or September, and I really want to see how they changed it yeah. from the previews. And I want to see. <clears throat> uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Really at Company One. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a friend who's in that, and it looks interesting. I really like what Company One's been doing lately, and I'm excited to see the rest of their season. Yeah, cool stuff. Awesome. Well, I'm excited for those plays, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah. Um, We'll see you next time. This is (laughs) Natasha. This is Nan. Signing off. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) Bye.